they call it a medicine because you have this you have this big ceremony once it hits you you really just have no choice but to face the fucking music like there's yeah. stuff that you were there's stuff that i was suppressing there's stuff that all these people were suppressing that they completely forgot about for their entire lives that comes up slaps them in the dick and keeps them moving because you just really just like push through some fucking crazy stuff like the i'm not telling people to go and do this i don't want anyone to go and do this you're just sharing your experience yeah i'm sharing my experience i want you to understand it if it's your time to do this stuff it will show itself like it will appear like ayahuasca will appear like for me it appeared and it was my time to go and do it and like tell people about it welcome back you little hummingbirds uh welcome back to us Dude, I'm, I'm fixing this crack behind me. <laughs> Pissing me off. What a fucking journey. Look, if you guys missed the last couple of episodes, I was away in Costa Rica doing ayahuasca. Uh, if you're not sure what that is, it's essentially an ancient plant medicine. Yeah. Which I thought was a bit of like hoo-hoo. I was like, okay, you guys are just talking shit like it's drugs it's for like hippie drug addicts yeah. to do and pretend they're not a bunch of junkies that's, dude that's ex <laughs> that's exactly what i thought <laughs> until i did it and i was like i understand why people call this medicine because it was <clears throat> one of the most bizarre eye-opening experiences that i've ever done and now the people that i did it with right so obviously in these uh in these little retreats you're kind of pretty connected to everyone and the company that we went through uh if you listen to david Katz's episode at the end of it he talks about this company and uh i was very fortunate that they accepted me everyone in this uh that gets to go on these retreats with this company they have to be accepted they go through like a pretty intense like casting process to make sure you're good you're fit you're doing it for the right reasons you're not doing it to just get fucking high what was the ca was the casting process different than too hot to handle <laughs> it's pretty much the same to ask me why like, are you ready to stop having sex <laughs> are you ready to get my cock out um, no it was it was uh, pretty wild because they just want to make sure you're doing it for the right reasons you know they're just going to get fucked up and, and go crazy and everyone in this retreat or and everyone that I connected with just the most amazing people and the, like one lady on this retreat, I'm not gonna say any names because these people have like jobs and they're pretty, right. pretty successful. Right, Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Jeff Bezos was there, fucking HGH head. <laughs> Wait, is he the size of that dude? He's huge. He's taken, he's definitely taking steroids. Bezos? Yeah, he's a monster, bro. Maybe I should call him out that box me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude, you should box Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> no, but everyone on this retreat was like this. Okay, this one lady beat cancer twice, bro. The, she was. One of the most strongest, supportive women or just humans that I've ever met. Like, literally just such a fucking angel. I've never been so inspired by just being in the presence of something. Like, not once, but twice. And it makes me, like, emotional how incredible of a human she is. Like, I was just sitting there constantly in awe. She's always smiling. She's always glowing. Another dude there bought an airport he owns an airport and he's like oh if you ever want to learn to fly just come out and i'm like what the fuck oh that's sick yeah he, he one of his companies was worth eight billion like uh another dude who i really connected with it's just such a fucking awesome human he uh he used to work at a life insurance company and he was the dude that did the math to figure out when you're about to die 
How fucking crazy is that? Oh yeah, you were telling me that. That's yeah, so he he could fig- he would plug in statistics, put all this shit in, and he'd know when you're about to cock it, so he'd know how much money and how much to charge you and all this stuff. Fucking crazy. And then he he was saying that he learned like a lot of this like crazy math when he was like doing like microdosing like acid and stuff. Which is fuck. I was sitting there like, bro, I was like, I, I just went on a reality show. Like, I, fuck that. I don't want to know when. No, no, no. So then he also got poached by Facebook, and they, um, they, they stole him so that he they could figure out when employees were about to leave. How fucking crazy is that? And like, make sure that they don't leave. Whoa, that's nuts, dude. How insane is that? So, um, what like expectations did you have going into this thing? So, uh, yeah, I guess before we get into the, the chaos, I, my, my goal in this whole thing, they, they make you write down like your purpose and like what you're trying to achieve. Essentially, I just wanted to see how I can make more people laugh. Like that's the goal with the podcast. Like we just enjoy fucking around. You know, people enjoy the ads. People enjoy just like, well, you guys enjoy listening to us. Just like. Dude, I love talking yeah, it's shit. the best. It's yeah. such a good feeling. It's a great feeling knowing that like people tune in and just yeah. want to have a giggle with us. Yeah. Um, so I, my, my goal and my intention was, I was like, I just want to see how I can make more people happy and continue just trying to be a positive impact and make my friends laugh and stuff like that. So that's, that was, that was my big goal. A lot of people wanted to come through and like, uh, sort childhood trauma and like go through like some stuff that people have been through that I heard on that retreat was overwhelming. Like some people like obviously getting molested as kids but like by their siblings all this crazy stuff that never in a million years would i imagine someone going through that these people went through and the most amazing thing is not one person was sitting there as a victim like not one person was sitting there like letting the shit that happened to them define them they were there ready to like learn to be better ready to have the best year of their life ready to move through what was coming and that's why i guess they call it a medicine because you have you have this uh you have this big ceremony we'll get into it but once once it hits you you really just have no choice but to face the fucking music like there's yeah. stuff that you were there's stuff that i was suppressing there's stuff that all these people were suppressing that they completely forgot about for their entire lives that comes up slaps them in the dick and keeps them moving because you just really just like push through some fucking crazy stuff like the but then they don't have to carry that weight with them yeah anymore. it's fully just like you could you could see some people at the start of the retreat uh when they open up about the stuff that was going on and you could feel the heaviness and how intense that is and how like much pain it's caused them to carry that their entire lives and by the end of it there's just glowing little butterflies just like skipping around having a great time and it's really weird Damn, because, I should do that it sounds sick bro it was like I I couldn't recommend it more I, I I was so excited to to come back and like talk to you guys about it and like and explain a little bit more on it but yeah man just the the incredible willpower the incredible drive the fact that every person here in this retreat was successful had accomplished apart from me uh, had accomplished <laughs> like crazy stuff in their lives and never let it their their past shit define them never let anything like push them back never had a victim mentality never had any of this stuff and they're all just like warriors and just glowing it was just it was really do you feel like you made like lifelong friends there for sure yeah i come out of that uh just less also less judgmental i think i went into it like 
oh, who are these people? Yeah. You know, this person looks this way. Yeah. And every, everyone was like that at the start of the retreat. And the, so we did a whole bunch of ceremonies to kind of like... Were they older than you? I was the youngest, yeah. Yeah. Every, there was a lot of the people in their 40s, people in their 50s. Uh, it, it was incredible. There's this one dude, and this is fucking crazy. This is really weird. Aiden, uh, we had the craziest uh, experience together. But Aiden was from New Zealand, and he actually filmed uh, Bachelorette with Tavita, which is Whoa. Ha- what are the fucking chances that I go to Costa Rica to try and connect with Tavita and try and connect with people on the other side? I don't know if you believe in that stuff or not, but whatever. To connect with people on the other side to try and f- make sure everything's okay and like to to continue on my path. And the fact that he was there, and I'd met this, I'd run into this dude probably like five times in my life. But like we never really were just like boys or like connected. And the whole time, every time I was near Aiden, I just felt so comfortable. I felt like I had my big brother, felt like this dude was like fully taking care of me. We would sit there and like chop it up and we just connected on so many levels. He had exact same visions as me, exact same like goals and like purpose. It was just crazy. It was really like a whole bunch of weird shit that like, a whole bunch of weird coincidences happened. Um, but the first day, so the first day we get in, we do this welcome ceremony because obviously everyone's a little bit sheepish, a little bit um, scared or a little bit like nervous because, you know, you're with 50 strangers you don't know. We wrote down three fears and three self uh, beliefs that like, or self-loathing beliefs that like hold us back, right? So three things that we're like worried about, we put them on a piece of paper. I'm not going to go into like every single like little thing workshop that we did because I don't want to take the ma- magic away from the actual company because it was incredible. But I found that before we went into the first ceremony, we writing all this stuff down and things that like holding us back and then putting it into a fire and like uh, really just got like a big weight off our shoulders. Like there was stuff that I didn't realize that I like would say about myself, like that would really like pushing me down and like making me feel like I was never enough. And, and it, it sounds a little bit crazy, but I guess, yeah, just writing stuff down and like really, uh, really helped get it off my mind and like made me like feel like, you know what, actually like I'm in this bitch, like I'm ready, yeah. to, ready to rock and roll. Like the shit I was texting you, like I'm ready to just like yeah. get shit done and hustle this year. Um, but the day, so the day two was when we went into doing the ceremony. We did yoga. It was fucking difficult. First time I've actually ever done yoga. That shit was nuts. We actually did, there was this, this breathwork class that we did as well. I ended up falling asleep because I don't know if you've ever done breathwork before, but you're meant to either feel like energized or yeah. like pass out. I yeah. ended up passing out. Um, but so, oh yeah, okay, cool. So this is the first the first night. The first night we got into doing the ayahuasca. So we had the shamans, the people at the front were in this like wooden uh, palapa type thing in the middle of the forest in Costa Rica. Uh, and it's New Year's night. So it was 5 p.m. We sat down. Um, everyone got their cups. And have you ever eaten Vegemite before? It's like an Australian. Yeah. yeah. So essentially this cup of ayahuasca was like it smelt and tastes like Vegemite and molasses. Have you eaten molasses before? Yeah. yeah. So it's like that, but like really strong and like really intense. Um, and we we all sit down on our little mats everyone's around like a lot of people there have never done it before some dude had done it over a hundred times another person done it 40 times um and we sat down and they're like oh it could take 20 minutes could take an hour you just don't know so we did it we had our shot and 
um, some people started kicking off before everyone. People were like purging, which means uh, they're just vomiting. And uh, shitting. No one, actually, no one shit themselves. I was letting go like a couple, I was letting a couple squeaks go <laughs> and I was getting worried. I was like, well, I guess if there's a time to shit yourself, it's probably now. Like, yeah. It'd be kind of fun. Yeah. And they're all high, so they won't yeah, even know they what's going know. on. They'll be yeah. like, oh, what does that smell? Like, it sounds, smells beautiful. Um, <laughs> but the the scariest thing is, like, imagine you're about to go into the most, in, in, like, you don't know what's coming, right? Yeah. And you have people vomiting all around you. It's completely pitch black. You can't see a single thing. People vomiting over there. Oh, this, yeah, I'd be getting nervous. This dude is like, has his head in his bucket. He's vomiting and he's screaming for help. Like he's screaming at the top of his lungs, help me, someone, like shaking, like people vomiting behind me. The, the lady beside me was like in a ball, just like shaking and crying. And I'm like sitting there, I'm like, I don't know if I've had enough because I'm not there yet. So like, do I do more? What do I do? And then after, I think after probably an hour or two, it started to kick in and I guess the best way to describe it is if you've ever eaten, if you've ever smoked weed, it's like very visual, like you feel like head high. But if you eat brownies, you feel like body high and you just want to relax. That's kind of how it felt. Like I was very, you're very like body high. You're like laying down and your body kind of like gets very like relaxed. And uh, if you open your eyes, it's normal. Like you can see, well, this is the first night. It was normal. The second time, fuck me. Uh, the first night, I only did one cup. We, we sat down and... Yeah, you could like you can really like open your eyes and like talk to people and communicate. You just feel a little bit fruity, but when you close your eyes, holy shit, man! The visuals, the stuff I saw, was insane. But before we did this, this lady, one of the ladies, had a had a bunch of cards, and I pulled the truth card, and I was like, I don't know what that means. She's like, I guess we're gonna find out. And in the vision that I had on the first night, I uh, I didn't realize, but I had really been suppressing. Uh, good memories with my dad and my brother. Like I had, every time I talk about them, every time I bring them up, every time I thought about them in my head, it was just filled with anger. Yeah. And I was always, I've always been like annoyed at them. Not like, I think a combination of stuff that they did, a combination of stuff that I did, and more just like frustrated at how our family was a family. And now none of us like talk to each other. I'm only close to my mom. So I had like really weird specific memories. And I was just a big crying mess like for the first night i was laying there just crying just with joy and love like just having watching memories with my brother like just running around in the rain like having a trampoline underneath a tree and like bouncing and like jumping up beekeeping with my dad playing rugby and like getting a meat pie and stuff after rugby really made me just uh appreciate people in my life a lot more and appreciate my memories because it was stuff that i never really thought about and just seeing those memories and having a best friend that was my brother, having a best friend that was my dad. I was like, wow, like I only get one dad, I only mm -hmm. get one brother and I only get one life and I'm letting all this, 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 this 10% of bad shit that happened in our past define my view and my ideas on these people. Yeah. And I was sitting there, I'm like, wow, like I really need to just move past that. I need to, like I fucked up, they fucked up and the best thing I need to do is literally just love people and respect and and love my family a little bit more because again like we we only get one and it was real weird because you close your eyes and you're having these like real in-person flashbacks like yeah. I, i'm seeing like the craziest shit like uh just just going through the most bizarre memories uh with my dad and my brother and i remember seeing one plant there 
which had like it's like this invasive species in Australia. I forgot the name of it, but it has like these real specific flowers. And I remember seeing them. But the, for me, the visions only lasted probably an hour. Like I was sitting there, I was like crying, and then I was like, cool, we've moved past all the bullshit. I'm so overwhelmed. Like I want to just give my dad and my brother like a big hug and just tell them I love them because I do. Uh, no matter what, no matter what has happened, I still love them. They're still family. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm done with it. I'm ready to move past it. Then it was fully done in my head. Like I fully, the whole experience, like at the end of the journey, was like I was fully out of, fully come out of the high. Like I was laying there. People were still going crazy. Like people rolling around, like flying around, like making, like someone was like wailing, like making crazy noises. Other people over there uh, doing crazy stuff. Other people like sitting up meditating, but the music was, so the whole time the, the shamans and stuff were playing music and singing. It was the most beautiful uh, music I've ever heard in my entire life. But so you I, know what's better than just getting a nice, warm load of cum on your face? What's that? Having a nice, specific skincare regime. Yeah, dude, I agree. People think cum just cures everything. It doesn't. It doesn't. Like, all these young people I hear is coming on each other, thinking it's going to cure their face or whatever. It? You need to talk to a licensed dermatology expert. This episode is sponsored by Curology. Uh, if you're wondering what it is, Curology is a game-changing custom skincare made for you by a dermatology provider. They'll create a custom prescription cream for your specific goals, whether that's tackling acne, clogged pores, skin texture, dark spots, fine lines, or something else. You start by taking a short online quiz and uploading photos, and if it's a good fit, they'll ship you your formula, formula right to your door. It even has your name on the bottle. I like that. So instead of getting cum on your face, you can get custom cream mm -hmm. all over your face. Hell yeah. And you can be radiant. You can be glowing. We've been using it over here, if you've noticed. The the other thing, too, is like there's so much. There's so many uh, in this space. There's so many hucksters and snake oil salesmen and stuff. Like I would recommend... Uh, yeah speaking to a licensed dermatology expert yeah and it's for you it's not for fucking joe blogs down the road yeah it's this is for you custom to you and your needs whatever that is and let's look let's start this year off with just beautiful skin imagine waking up after a big night out and you know the lovely lady beside you rolls over and just compliments your beautiful skin Oh yeah! How amazing you are! Yeah, you don't have to worry about rushing to the toilet, yep. trying to come on your face <laughs> to, yep. to make yourself look good. Yeah, your just your skin is just going to be beautiful and thankful. It's great for men and women. How <laughs> how can our listeners get this? Get started with Curology just like I did with the free 30-day trial at curology.com slash tap in. Just pay $5 for shipping and handling. That's C-U-R-O-L-O-G-Y.com slash tap in to start your free 30-day trial. Cancel anytime. Prescription is subject to consultation. Awesome. Couldn't be more easy. Yeah. We got the link in the show notes. Click on it. Set it up. So I finished that whole experience with my dad and my brother, and I'm sitting there like, cool, like, let's do the good stuff. Like, I want to see Tavita. I want to see my purpose. Like, what's going on? Like, closing my eyes, like, hoping for it to come back. Nothing happened. I was like, okay, well, it's not strong enough. So I saw people lining up because in this whole thing, you're not allowed to talk. Like, it's very, there's a very serious ceremony. You have to take it very serious. So I see people lining up. So I'm like, oh, maybe they're going to go get a second cup. So I better go up there. I didn't realize what harpe is. You know that? Have you heard of this stuff? 
so it's like they get this wooden uh this hollow wooden stick and they put uh their like tobacco at the end of it and they blow it as hard as they can up your nose right oh i've heard of this fuck me man it hurts right oh my god i thought people were lining up for like some fruit and some more shit I get there, and because no one's talking, right? So I just see them like all like smiling and like <laughs> doing their shit. This lady, I see her like I don't know what she was doing. I've never seen it before in my entire life. She like starts putting it in a thing, and she's like, "Oh, guide it in your nose." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Put it in my nose. She goes, "Hold your breath and close your eyes." She blows it. Absolutely, my brain explodes. I was literally sitting there just like. I like fully could not comprehend what she did to me. Before I knew it, she put another one in the other nostril. Boom. Again, she goes, okay, thank you. Go back to your mat. I felt like I had just taken fucking four bottles of vodka. And that just leveled it to the fuck up. Fully just sent me to Jupiter. Like I was sitting there and then this is when I started vomiting. I thought I was purging. Um, And the craziest thing when you're purging, everyone is just saying like, thank you. Because you're getting out all the bad stuff out of you. It's... um. Apparently, it's a way of you just clearing out your demons and stuff. So I thought I was purging, but my body was just having the worst reaction to this shit. I was fucking vomiting. I was sweating. I was flailing all over the place. I literally was just like, this was the most bizarre shit I've ever done. It fully just like, it, it fully like I just had been hit by a truck. Like I've just, I was laying there just like, what the fuck is going on? Like I've never, I've never been so alert in my entire life. Like I literally thought that someone just smacked me in the head. It was the craziest shit. So the first night was done. The next day we do like a a, a recap. We had fruit uh, that night and we like the next day we like talk about everything that goes on. But it was New Year's, so there's like fireworks and shit going off. But the the second day we uh, we kind of got straight into it. Like we had the debrief and we got straight into it. The oh actually I'll I'll share this because this was uh this was actually really, really powerful. We did a workshop where the boys and the girls split up, kind of like on Taught to Handle, where the boys go and do their shit and the girls go and do their other thing. And uh, we, uh, they're trying to help explain the difference between like masculine love and like feminine love and like what it feels to be a man and like what it feels to be a female. So the girls are doing their thing and the dudes are in the palapa, like, you know, writing down all our stuff, telling, like, telling each other like what it's like to be a man and how we're strong we're scary all this stuff so you're doing an hour of just like going over exercises on like what it's like to give love as a man what it's like to give that masculine energy off and what it feels like and then they're like okay you guys have to trust us they put these chairs in a circle we put blindfolds on we're all sitting there and they start playing music really loud and we didn't know but the women were waiting outside and um, they like come in while we have blindfolds on and they all like start like touching our shoulders. And I was like, oh, this is weird. I don't know what's going on. And they start giving us like compliments. And I have never been, I've no one's ever spoken to me like that in my entire life. Like there's really specific compliments, really like overwhelming feminine energy and love. And I've never felt that in my entire life. And I was just a big crying mess. Like having... Uh, you know, these essentially strangers like telling you the most beautiful compliments of your entire life. Like I was so taken back. Like I did not see it coming because you're sitting there like talking about, oh, this is what it's like to be a man for an hour. And then at the end of it, you have like all these beautiful women just telling you exactly the stuff that you've never heard before. And 
it was the most insane, beautiful wow. feeling that I've ever like. It, uh, take away all the other shit. That ceremony, that little uh, workshop right there, was possibly the most gorgeous uh, thing that I've ever experienced. Just having you, just just the compliments and the energy and the love that was felt. It was insane. I've ne like hearing that and hearing. Uh, it's just yeah, I I really can't like I really can't put into words how how I felt like I, and towards the end of it I took my blindfolds off and I was you know a big crying mess. I started giving them all a hug and I turned around every single dude, every single dude, big, small, short, jacked, scary, not scary. Every single dude was crying. Like not one wasn't crying. It was the most powerful thing. And then all the ladies sat down, and um, we did the same thing to them. And it was not only to receive that type of energy and love but also to give it giving it was possibly the greatest feeling um just being able to just t like tell someone they're gorgeous and how beautiful they are and how much and how strong they are and, and it made me realize that like i really really feed off like i i think every strong man feeds off a strong woman like women go i'm gonna sound like a bit of a cuck boy but women go through so much shit and i was sitting there just like looking at this lady that beat cancer twice these people are mothers, this and that, and the stuff that they go through and they put their bodies through and the fact that they're still smiling, they're still glowing, and they still had time to just tell us how amazing we are. And it just made me like really appreciate women a lot more. I Has that like reshaped kind of what you're looking for in a partner too at all? Like is that makes you see or appreciate different things? A hundred percent. And it also made me reshape how I give affection because i realized the power of words right um like pure affection like realizing like what's affection and what you can receive back from it or something like yeah, that yeah and how amazing it felt to yeah for someone to, like the fact that i had that feeling that i had the feeling i could give it back it made me really realize that like you know any woman in my life is the amount of power they have the amount i charge up off them like w when i've been in relationships where I feel, you know, you've had, you've, there's probably girls that you've dated where you feel like energized and like a child oh, and yeah. like playful. And I realize that like all of that stems from feminine energy and how yeah. important and how powerful they are and how much they charge us up. Like, yeah. you know, I'll be with the boys and you'll feel like lazy and you don't give a fuck. But like whenever you're around a woman, you just, li they're little fucking energy cortexes and you just feel so charged up and like energetic and yeah. you want to do shit. Uh, and that, I guess that's what, I realized one of the biggest things, and this was not even in ceremony, it just, it's just how important mm -hmm. um, powerful women are in our lives. That was the, the craziest the, the craziest thing. Um, but so we went into the, the, second, the second ceremony and I wrote, oh, that's all I wrote, I gave up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> two weeks and you got like one page I got two pages of shit yeah because I gave up I was like it's all in here don't worry yeah, about it yeah. uh, but it was also really good not having a phone like turning my phone off oh, that some, sounds so nice something I haven't done in a while or I haven't ever done like just having my phone away yeah. like we still had reception but just having it away from me and being in the moment being in the jungle I felt so charged up the time that I got distracted and like my uh, attention span went was the time I put it put my phone back on to make sure everything was all good because I was getting a little bit paranoid. Yeah. But second ceremony goes down. We're in it. I know exactly what's coming. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to fucking send it so I know where my limit is. So I go up. I have two cups. 
like I told her to double up from the start, have a piece of mango, and that the mango for some reason put me on on the solar system within twenty Whoa, minutes. That's cool. Yeah, it was crazy because I don't know it must react or something, yeah. but like it put me right deep in there right away. Within twenty minutes, I was just laughing. I could not help myself. Everyone was like slowly like warming into it. You could hear a couple of vomits here and there, but I was just chuckling. I had uh, Stephen to my right. Probably one of the the greatest people that I met on there. Uh, they're all amazing, but Stephen was great. And then Aiden, my big brother, to my left, and we were all just giggling, go like little like little kids. Uh, it felt so incredible. But the second night, this is where I really dived into what was going on. I had the feminine energy stuff playing on my mind, and it really made me like reflect back on past relationships and thinking about my mom, my sister. And all these beautiful women that are in my life and how important they are to my day-to-day life and how uh, inspired and motivated they make me. And it really, like, I, I think I come out of it with a foot fetish, to be honest. Because <laughs> like, I was, like, sitting there and I was like, you know what? I should really praise the land that these women walk on. That's how in, in love with feminine energy I was after this. I was like, I'm just going to, next girl I date, she's getting her toes sucked <laughs> every single day. <laughs> <laughs> which is probably the opposite of what happened we meant to uh you know but um so the, the i saw so in the second term there was a lot of shit that happened and i don't want to say too much because you probably people listening probably think that i'm a fucking lunatic but i had a a lot of downloads so downloads are when you can like tap in to the yeah. rest of your brain and you like download information download old memories or a new skill or stuff like that you can actually really down this one guy he learned 12 instruments in a year, never touched an instrument before in his life, did a ceremony, downloaded how to play an instrument, and then within a year, learned 12 instruments, which is bizarre. Wow. I need to do that. I'm I, another guy learned Spanish. challenged. Wow. Yeah. Like, he, he started saying shit in Spanish, and then, you know, within a year, obviously, you have to You have learn. to actually learn you have to do it. it. Yeah. But, but it gives you that motivation it to give It gives his brain the f- mental framework to do it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, the 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 second ceremony, I was having full the most bizarre downloads where I felt like my whole head was just really warm and I could feel like stuff going in my third eye. I saw past lives. I saw, uh, I had a, and this probably sound like I'm on drugs. Um, but I saw Tavita, uh, which was a really crazy feeling because I was sitting in there just trying to go, just trying to connect and try and figure out the purpose. But I saw him, I saw another friend that committed suicide and another one, and we didn't say anything. Like, no one spoke. I just felt really happy, like, seeing them. And they, we, like, I looked at them, and they just nod their heads, and I was like, okay, so you guys are really happy. Like, life's life's good, and I guess I'll see you when I come to this world. But they were, they were overwhelmingly happy, and it made me have that closure, I guess, and not feel sadness anymore, just, like, really happy for them and really happy that... uh Oh, that's fucking beautiful. Yeah, it was, I, I don't know, man. Like just seeing uh, seeing their faces again and it literally felt like this. Like it felt like I was sitting there, obviously um, laying there on a mat in the middle of the, the jungle with my eyes closed, but it literally felt like I was seeing them and then I it took me straight back to a specific memory where I was sitting on a stool filming Tavita and Christian dancing in the kitchen, being drunk idiots and then me and Tavita walking in the hallway and him hugging me, just saying, man, I just love you, bro. Like, I love you, lad. And then us dancing and just being drunk idiots. And 
just made me like so overwhelmed with just happiness and love and just wanting to come out of this, giving more appreciation to the women in my life, but also being a little bit less judgmental and a little bit more accepting and moving forward with love. It's kind of, it's kind of sick, bro. And then, uh, damn, that's incredible. Yeah. And then I did the hape again, which I don't know why the fuck I did it, but I was the worst decision of my entire life going back and doing that after three cups. So first night I did one cup and it was chill. Three, three cups and this stuff. And just blasted. Blasted, bro. Fully, fully fucked my night up. Like fucked my absolute dick off. Like I went in there, sat down with this dude. Uh, he put it in my nose. I forgot how to breathe. So imagine you're absolutely out of your mind and you forget to breathe with with the stuff like blasting your brain. I couldn't breathe because like you, you're not meant to breathe through your nose. So I'm like trying to gasp for air in my mouth. And then finally I figured it out because I started freaking out a little bit. Finally figured out. Then he did the other nostril. Fully fucked me. I remember waddling back to my mat, grabbing my bucket and just vomiting every single bit of food that I had in me. So the, the second I, I didn't eat it all because I wanted to make sure, uh, really wanted to take it in, but every little bit of spit, whatever was coming in, fully vomited out. And this time, because of that hape, I was getting the most insane visuals in this bucket. Like I was getting the craziest patterns and stuff with a little light at the end of it. And the more I would vomit, the smaller this light would get. And I'm like, maybe this is good for me. So I'm sitting there like vomiting going, thank you so much. Thank you. Like just talking to my bucket, like get it, like try to get it out. Sweating like crazy, going absolutely through it. Uh, and then, yeah, I that I think that was that was the end of it as well. So I, I kind of just, that really just fucked up the end of it. But the, the rest of it was crazy. So my past lives, so Tavita uh, had a newfound love and appreciation for all the amazing people in my life. Uh, and that was kind of where I wanted to finish it. I wanted to end and not do it again. We had the next day where we had a break, we did a bunch of activities. Um, we did a sweat lodge, which was sick. Uh, but the the, the third, third time we did it, which I was kind of just like, you know what? I got my answers. I want to go back to work. I want to go back and like make shit happen. Um, I want to go back and like see my friends and like talk mm -hmm. about this and come back to reality a little bit. Yeah, I feel I your the difference in your energy is very noticeable. Oh really? So, yeah, super noticeable. Really? Yeah. Damn, sick. I'm not funny anymore. Is that what <laughs> no, no. You're just like <laughs> you've always been like a happy-go-lucky guy, yeah. but it's like you just you see just seem so charged up and just like happy and like. Yeah, it's it, it really it really made me the the whole retreat. It really made me appreciate life a lot more because mm -hmm. there's not many moments where you get to just stop and sit on a hill and you know it sounds really privileged to me but stop and just sit down and just really just be in love with the moment and there was moments where i would just cry like just with happiness and just being overwhelmed with like the absolute beauty and elegance of like this world and just being so appreciative the food at this place was next level it was all like plants and stuff like that it was fucking insane if i could cook like that i would have a wife and kids, I'll be married and settled down. Like that food was to die for. It was incredible. But everything in this whole experience made me just appreciate being here and like being uh, around amazing people and having the opportunity to make people laugh and like impact people. Um, and so the the, fi the final time we did it, 
were, I was re I was really fed up. I didn't want to do it anymore. I was like, cool. But it was a daytime ceremony. Yeah. Um, and the I guess the what they wanted to go into it in this one was like the past two ceremonies all about like going in your brain and like figuring out what was going on and like dealing with your, your shit and like moving past it. Uh, this one was like, you have to be present. Like you have to be eyes open, have to be around. Like people are singing, people are dancing. People, no, not many people were vomiting in this one, which was really good. But fuck man, I had really, I, I didn't end up doing two cups, but I uh, ended up just, I learned Kung Fu, which was, <laughs> <laughs> which was the craziest shit. But I swear to God, Aiden beside me was telling me, he's like, yo, like watch me because I'll do Kung Fu and, and like it's the crazy shit like I'm every time I do this stuff I, I download Hell yeah. Kung Fu what if you come back and you're just like I'm passionate about the banjo like that's just what I want to learn it's it, just it how to play happened. the banjo but I you know what's really crazy I started listening to handpan music <laughs> after that I was like I really want to learn the handpan which is just like this UFO looking thing that's crazy but he started on Kung Fu I clocked it at the side of my head I started doing Kung Fu and then we like passed it down. Like no one's talking, but everyone on this side was just doing Kung Fu, just like moving their hands around, shaking their legs. Um, but yeah, the, the third one was more more visual and like being alive and like taking it all in and, and everyone was singing and dancing and there wasn't too much to download. But all in all, I think that, uh, yeah, it was, it was really uh, uh, a life-changing experience. I'm not telling people to go and do this. I don't want anyone to go and do this. You're just sharing your experience. Yeah, I'm sharing my experience. I want you to understand that, like, if it's your time to do this stuff, it, it will show itself. Like, it will appear. Like, ayahuasca will appear. Like, for me, it appeared, and it was my time to go and do it and, like, tell people about it. And, you know, I, the thing is, I would, I would hate for anyone to go and do it in the wrong setting or with a terrible group of people or with people that are just trying to make money off it. Like we set very specific intentions. Everyone was connected as a, as a group and there was just so much love and happiness. And by the end of it, everyone was best friends. Like everyone was saying, I love you. Everyone was sharing the deepest, darkest secrets. And it was, it was really beautiful. So I don't want anyone to go and take this and like I'm not condoning to do drugs or hallucinogens. I don't want anyone to go and do that. Like I'm not trying to influence that whatsoever. I'm just telling you exactly kind of what yeah. happened with me. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Well, I'm going to do drugs yeah. now, bro. <laughs> Fuck this sobriety bullshit. Oh, and it also made me don't want to drink anymore. Like, I'm fully, like, don't want to drink or go out. I just really don't care. Oh, yeah. To do any of that. Like, I, I fully, uh, when we're staying in uh, the hotel after it, I really just didn't even care to get, like, fucked up or, like, touch alcohol or anything. I was just like, I don't want to. Like, I really don't mm -hmm. want to deal with this shit anymore. Like, it fully made me just focused on the end goal and yeah putting my five-year goals in in a year's time yeah it's crazy like when you see your goals and you like know deep down like in the fiber of your being like that is gonna come true like there's no yeah. level of work that even like seems hard or there's no resistance like yeah. for me i'm like i cannot see my friends i can work 16 hours a day i can do this because it's i know it's that the, it is gonna come so yeah. there's no it requires no effort. Yeah. There's no willpower required. I'm yeah. just like, I want them. Like, let's speed this shit up. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. 100%. And I also think it's the feeling of already having it as well and knowing it's coming. Exactly. Like, for me, I was I had all my stuff written down, but I'm just like, I know it's happened, so I'm not tripping. I'm not worried about it because I know it's going to, like, time just has to catch up. 
Yeah. Oh, also, this is... Okay, this is going to sound really fucking weird. This is going to sound really bizarre. But in my second ceremony, I was in the movie Troy, right? <laughs> nice. Have you seen the movie Troy? Yeah, it's great. I saw it one time when I was younger. This is... If it's a coincidence, whatever. But this is fucking weird. I was in the movie Troy. I was fucking around. Me and Brad Pitt going crazy. Whatever. Fucking people up. Slashing people. Going nuts. Um, I come out of it. And I was just like, oh, yeah. Bro, I was in the movie Troy. It was sick. Like, we fucked people up. And we were going nuts. And I was a warrior. It was a good feeling. I leave the retreat. I'm going for... Uh, I was, I was at, so we're at Four Seasons, right? I'm with Sveta. We're having a good time. She's out by the beach. I'm on live, right? I'm on live. Oh, no. I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, we're laying in bed that night. Turn on Netflix. First thing suggested, Troy. I'm like, what are the chances? Yeah, that's so crazy because I just saw it on Netflix and clicked on it too, but I guess maybe they're pushing it pretty hard. Maybe. maybe. <laughs> I thought it was a sign, but okay. So it says, do you want to watch Troy? I was like, what the fuck? Yes, I want to watch Troy. Because anyway, we watched Troy. It's a great movie. The next day, I'm on TikTok Live, just fucking around. For some reason, everyone starts spamming Troy. I swear to God. I, on my mother's life, people start spamming Troy. So I was getting confused. If you watch the live, I'm not sure if anyone screen recorded it. Well, I was like getting aggressive because I'm like, what is going on? It, but it turns out this one dude said, put me in. My name's Troy. And then everyone started spamming Troy. But I was like, what are the chances of that? So yeah. this dude comes on with laugh, whatever. The next day, I'm like, why is Troy keep popping up? So I'm like going for a walk, thinking about things. There's this Australian band called Gang of Yous, right? And they come up on my Spotify explore thing. Like, oh, they've got a new single. So I'm like, I'm going to listen to it. I've listened to it. They've got two songs I listened to. I haven't really listened to the rest of their songs. I click their name and it pops up the thing. Their top listened to song is called Achilles Come Down. I'm sitting there like, what is going on with this movie, Troy? Why is Achilles come? Maybe I'm Zeus's son. Maybe that's what I figured out. I'm actually Achilles. Yeah. I can't die unless you stab me in the leg. <laughs> so that's what we've got out of that one. But how weird is that? That's weird. What are the chances? You got to watch Troy and look for more hidden messages. Yeah. yeah it's literally, it's literally my background. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally my background on my phone. Because I was, bro, but he also, is, he, I had this absolute bar in the line that like, I mean, he had this bar in the movie that like really got me fucking fired up. When the kid comes up to him and he's like, this dude you're fighting, he's the biggest man I've ever seen. I wouldn't fight him. And he looks at this fucking little weasel of a kid and goes, that's why no one will remember your name. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Woo! Let me fight up. Okay. That's fucking awesome. Yeah. Have you got any questions? <laughs> Sorry, I just spoke for like an hour. No, was, I mean, it's great. My questions, I mean, I kind of asked him throughout it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So you guys asked on my Instagram, is the celibate part worth it in your opinion? Did it make a difference at all? Yes. I here's my question to you. Okay. It is if I put my dick inside someone but I didn't come am I still celibate? In my head, yes. Uh yeah, I would say yes in like regular people terms, like no in like religious terms. Cuz I was just wanted there was this one night where I just wanted to see what it felt like. Yeah. And so we did, it felt great, and then I was like, "Hey, I have to be celibate for this retreat. 
can we not do this? Tonight? Yeah. Can we save it for when I'm back? This isn't the same girl that you slept with that pulled that you pulled out and failed though. Different one. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I think after this, done watching porn. I don't watch porn. Yeah, no more porn. I'm fully over it. I don't want to watch it anymore. Done masturbating. I I made that full. That was one of the biggest things that come out of it. Was I just like, yo, I actually don't need to do this. I feel a lot more charged up when I wasn't. Uh, when I when I'm not masturbating, mm -hmm. was the biggest thing. I mean, this could be personal, or it might not be fully articulated, or it might be difficult to explain. But like, what's your vision now like coming into the world like how do you feel do you think that do you think this feeling is going to last like these lessons you've learned i think that to be honest like i'm still downloading yeah a lot of stuff like because it was it was a very action-packed week right and i haven't really had a moment to reflect and like think about it because as soon as i come out of it i went straight to the hotel with sveta and you know we're pretty busy right um so like i haven't really had a moment to just like sit down and like let it all come to me but i really do think that it it uh helped me open my eyes a little bit more to to there's just strangers that have that are going through so much more shit that yeah are pushing through day to day and like overcoming it and just so powerful and it, i guess it made me have like a more of a more of a love for people and more of a love for life and which is nearly impossible because i fucking love life but it really made me just show a lot more gratitude and i think that uh i think that that's something that i'll never lose because it really made me take a step back and go like just yeah just filled with love and just be uh yeah more grateful to be here what regrets do you have not like regrets but what are some things that you've learned that you're like why have i like why have I been doing this my whole life that I'm going to change now? Yeah. Like, like, what have you... Okay, how do I articulate this best? What things have you learned that were causing you the most suffering that you're no longer going to continue? It was the fact that I'm really easy to just let a small situation, like 10% of a relationship, dictate my entire view on a person. Okay. moving forward so like not even with my brother and my dad but like old friends people mm -hmm. that uh may have made a simple mistake that i've just held on to and like ran with because i've been very cutthroat and i've been i guess a little bit worried about letting people walk all over me so i think that was the the biggest regret is i was i'm pretty i'm pretty easy to just fuck someone off like i'm pretty easy to just go cool like I've got my friends, I love my people, and if you're in my circle, like I'll take care of you. And I think that was the the biggest thing is, you know, I've got my brother and my dad, my mom, my sisters, people that, you know, probably could have used a helping hand or used me to just be a phone call away. And my own ego and arrogance kind of let me just like push them aside. Yeah, that's got me reflecting on my family. Yeah, no, it, well, it just... I guess it really just made me realize that like one day we're not going to be yeah. be like kicking and screaming and laughing and one day it's going to be the same with our family and friends. Yeah. No matter what has gone on, those relationships are one conversation away from fixing, right? I it's it's just so easy like you could it's one beer, one fucking nice cooked dinner away from just fixing stuff that I feel like I was going to hold on forever. And I guess I made it more of a problem in my head than it actually is. And, 
yeah, it just I guess it made me realize that like I was holding on to energy that doesn't belong to me and like holding on to negative energy that like is giving I don't know bad energy to someone that doesn't deserve it and that like, could just be moved past and like everyone could be happy and skipping. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that was the biggest thing is just uh, realizing that I'm a bit of a brat and I have let my ego get in the way a few times and now it's uh, time to just take this year with just love mm-hmm. and not let anyone's energy affect me and yeah. just move forward with like anyone in the past of my life like yeah there's there's because it's not fair to you either that yeah. uh, that somebody outside of you gets to affect you yeah. in that way yeah no it, it's it's really uh really bizarre like it's um it's been yeah i think that's i guess i really didn't need to do this whole thing to realize that but it made me like stop and get in my brain and stop mm-hmm. worrying about uh well you know. there's sometimes there's knowing something on an intellectual level and then there's knowing something like in your yeah. soul like in your chest and like really understanding it yeah. like somebody could when when i was younger somebody could tell me they're like hey don't drink don't be an idiot and i'd be like yeah i know that but you don't like know it well enough to actually apply it to yeah. your life and like really f- fully understand it so i yeah. could have helped you understand that on like a real subconscious level that you will actually apply to the real world and i think the biggest thing with this is i also never really exercise patience because like i'm like okay cool i'm over it now like i'm ready i'm done like i want to move forward yeah and then i realize that like i'm not i'm being selfish i'm not accounting for their feelings and not giving them to like um a time to process it like i reached out to my brother and me and him have never we haven't really had a a, a strong relationship since i think since like 15 um and I sent him some money for his birthday. I just wanted to check in. And in my head, I was like, you know what? Like, I'm over this shit. You know, I'm ready to have my brother back. I'm ready to be friends and, like, move forward. But then as I started talking, I realized that he's, he is, he didn't go through this whole experience that I went through. Yeah. So he's, like, extremely confused and, like, still angry. So it's, I think that the biggest thing is just exercising patience as yeah. well is what I have to work on. Yeah. Um. Someone asked me how is it anxiety levels and how did I calm myself down? I think that uh, if you go into a situation like this, uh, even in life, like if you build up the anxiety in your brain you're gonna, and you're going to fight with it, it's going to be a terrible experience. If you just go with the flow and just take it for what it is, it was super easy. It's obviously a lot more difficult when people are screaming for help around you on this. People crying, people vomiting, people flailing around. It's pretty difficult, but... Uh, it's just, I guess I just knew that tomorrow was going to come and everything was going to be fine the next day. So I just yeah. kind of went with it. Um, that's a good, that's a really good mentality to have for sure. It's really powerful and it's really interesting to talk to to successful people and like download them and like feel their love. And I, I guess also when I was there, uh, something that I do a lot is I like downplay myself and like make a joke out of myself and that's something that I had to work on because oh yeah that was Wait, there was a guess where me and you both talked about that because you believe in subconscious programming and manifesting so like that negative self-talk like yeah yeah do you because I also like to be self-deprecating that's also I, fun I, yeah. to me but I'm also like nah fuck that I'm, I'm over that <laughs> yeah I, I think that I, I think we do it because like if we make fun of ourselves, then it's a lot harder for anyone else to. Right. And we're in a right. position where people, you know, all over the internet will try and shit on us. Yeah. Um, 
for you know, I guess for good reason. But when I was there, it was something that we both do. We would just like try and chat shit, and I think that uh, it was really amazing because I had the whole table of people like turn to me, tell me how like every single person told me exactly how they feel about me and uh, made me just feel like important and to stop using that lingo. I feel like it's probably a little bit difficult too because like I we do it in a joking manner and yeah. like, try and make yeah. shit a little bit more lighthearted. But it was really interesting because again, like it made you reflect and realize that like words are so powerful and heavy. Yeah. Like just how I felt like when uh, all these amazing women were telling me how beautiful I was, you, saying the bad stuff about yourself kind of puts you in that little ball as well. Mm-hmm. That's like, yeah. that's like, you know how they say like you are the five people you hang around the most. Subconscious yeah. programming is so important to me. So if I'm around someone a lot and they're saying negative things and they're like, uh, and they're just talking about their standard of life, they're trying to get you to sync up. Like yeah. sub, they don't even realize it. And so in my head, I have to go like, okay, I, I agree. I'll entertain this. But in my head, I have to like put blockers on. For sure. Or, but when I'm around people that I like really admire and respect, I'm like listening to everything they're saying. Yes. And they'll say like a subtle little thing about something they did and it wasn't like up to their standard. I'm, and it just like, it shifts my brain so it's got to be a cool experience being around people like that yeah for sure and also i guess writing down your goals and i know people listening like i was talking to one of my friends and she's like oh i got all my goals in my head but i think if you seriously write them down and put them in real life put them in the real world it's going to make them come true like it's uh very important but um next episode is going to be a little bit more next one's going to be funny yeah (laughs) we we promise uh but i just wanted to give everyone like a, a a proper download on kind of what happen next episode we're gonna have thomas and mia from the hype house coming in there's a lot of drama going on there's a lot of shit going down um you know we want to talk about it did you watch the show no but i will before the interview yeah there's a lot of shit going on uh a lot of internal fights i want to hear what's what's actually happening uh let them clear some shit up austin mcbroom that'll be a good one i think he's coming on yeah. And Dan Bilzerian, which is going to be That's huge. That's going to be sick. When Austin McBroom comes on, we should have like all the fighters he's sick <laughs> walk into the room. <laughs> like, surprise. No, I think everyone got paid. Oh, uh, okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not sure. I think everyone did get paid. Because Bryce Hall just said he bought a house. So I'm like, or bought his mum a house. So I'm like, yeah, he probably got paid. You got paid. You got yeah. paid some money. Yeah. Um, but, yo, if you did enjoy this episode, I know it was a bit of a serious one. Please, uh, Drop a comment. Let me know your thoughts. If you have any questions for any of the guests coming on, if you have any guests that you seriously want to come on, we're here to do it. Um, we promise the next episode is going to be fun, crazy, but I just wanted to give you the truth, the absolute utter truth of what happened in this experience. Um, and again, don't go and do drugs or medicine or whatever, or don't take me as your like token influence because I just want to I just want to be open and honest and I think yeah. that's what builds real relationships and especially with you guys whenever I meet people out uh, I want to be honest and like truthful so if you did enjoy it please I want to see your comments I will reply to them um, if you don't want to comment shoot me a DM I'll see it or whatever we love you and appreciate you thank you so much for tapping in <laughs>